since we're open source, we can um, we can have different incentives where we just kind of want people to come and break our system as much as possible. Um, and, and so we can figure out it's not going to be perfect out of the gate, but just for people to come along, um, just submit test. issues, stress test it, uh, try to upload crazy different files, try to figure out what works, what doesn't work and help us figure out uh, what the issues are. Cause that would kind of speed up our, um, the timeline for us to get the beta as soon as we kind of start to solidify different security issues that we have. And then we're probably going to be posting that um, all over the different, I guess, outlets to figure out um, who can come along and break our system. And then we have token allocation for testing. Awesome. And I know you guys were talking about potential bounties too, which would be cool. And maybe that's a future thing, but yeah, that's going to be a thing forever. Um, Like I'm just a big, I'm a big proponent of, open source um, security in the, in the sense of, I don't know how familiar you guys, I, I think we talked about this before, uh, HackerOne is one of my favorite projects just on the internet in general, where they have these, uh, the US government partakes in it, um, uh, uh, pretty much every Fortune 500 company also partakes in it, where they kind of have these open bounties where if an ethical hacker finds a vulnerability, they can be rewarded for that. Um, and that kind of it's usually you'll make a lot more money selling the vulnerability back to the company rather than selling the um, the breach data to a dark marketplace. So, <laughs> so basically incentivize the, uh, them more to wear a white hat than to be a criminal. Well, most mo- most hackers are, are white hats from, from my experience. You make Some people make a lot of money doing it. It's, it's um, I'll, I'll send you guys a, uh, um, the website, but, the cool thing that we can do with Jackal is we can actually, since we can monetize files um, and, and kind of start to create these marketplaces, we can create a really interesting hacker one like comparable where we can, people can sell vulnerabilities back to companies <laughs> essentially for, for an X price, That's awesome. which, which is interesting in itself. I, I wish I had it's, this. Yeah, it's, totally, can... it's an innovative model. I mean, this is, this is how, you have an actual use case that's innovative, private, and secure that actually is a fulfillment of what the blockchain promise kind of yeah, is, no, right? It I mean, it's Absolutely. It's how we achieve viral growth is not actually us. Like, obviously, Jocko is going to continue to innovate different applications on top of our storage product. But um, the big thing is going to, which really going to drive the growth of Jocko is inviting other people to build on us and, and uh, start throwing out grants for people to build applications on top of us. And I, I honestly can't even think of what the possibilities are once, once people start coming, right? It's, yeah, it's going to be interesting. Thinking about what application are we going to build? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's, that's this market opportunity as a, as a platform, as a protocol kind of layer like this, all of these other teams that are building, you have the opportunity to, to bring them in and work with them and work together. And it's just so crazy when you start to get conversations flowing and there's that serendipity element of light bulbs going off at the same time with other teams and it's it's economically viable for a long enough time if there's enough of a war chest for all these different teams right all these different teams are raising there's money oh my gosh yeah and you can you can make a, a good enough living to to get you through the building period and some cool shit comes out the other end right I mean, that's, it's a once yeah, in a lifetime opportunity. That's why we love, we, we just love kind of being like a foundational, 
just open source layer because the the, the price of Jackal, Jackal being the token being an index of our success, similar to how the Alter token works as well, is, is just the increase in amount of unique transactions on our platform is is how we grow as a market cap essentially, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah, by exactly. Amount of unique users, amount of unique transactions, so that we just kind of want as many different applications as possible. Um, and we're we're kind of we're we're trying to figure out if we can. It, it's I'm I'm curious what's going to be built for sure, and uh, ho- hopefully I, I'm really excited to see if we can integrate with with the uh, alter backend well, as well. That'll be interesting well, when, if we can Patrick, pull that off. So so that's a great segue. I I can comment. W- this has been great, by the way. This is way more interesting than what we were going to talk about. Um, I'll highlight just quick this this link on on Brave, and yes. Brave announced this, but they reached fifty million monthly average users, and it's a huge milestone for them. We've been talking a lot about Opera r- lately, mm-hmm. and they've had some really cool things happening. Opera has three hundred fifty million users. Uh, monthly active users. So roughly that's uh, what seven, yeah, about seven X as many users, but the market caps are vastly different. Brave's market cap is 1.8 billion opera, 830 million. So brave has about seven times fewer users, monthly active users, but a extra billion on its market cap. And what I think that highlights is just the markets placing this premium on the attention span of crypto native users versus the other users of Opera. Right? So you have this economic opportunity to capitalize on the attention span, right? The the intention the attention is scarce, the capital is not in this economy. And so if you penetrate that attention span, that there's only so much of it in any given day in the crypto market, you get a much better valuation. Uh, absolutely. Well, it's it, it, the other thing is that's really interesting is they're both Chromium browsers too. So they're, they're essentially both the exact same platform. But the thing about Brave is, is that they have their own wallet, they have their own rewards now. And it's, it's one's a little bit more web three. The other one's a little, from my understanding, I, I'm not an opera user. I think it's more about socials from my understanding. Is that correct? Yeah, they're still integrating all of this this wallet stuff, which was an announcement we covered a couple of weeks ago. They're integrating with Polygon, and they're okay. they're just kind of playing catch up on a lot of that stuff. But yeah. they have just so many more users that I think that opportunity can become a real which, Netscape moment potentially. And maybe yeah. that is an interesting point to make: is that they are behind despite having so many more users. So maybe people are p- placing that premium on the fact that the Brave team or Brave dev team is working harder or producing more new, you know, features, and that's something that they value. So I mean, they, and they've made a lot of partnerships too. I I think they're made a partnership with Gemini to do an integrated wallet. Um, they partnered with Solana recently. They yeah. announced, and then I think they also I think they're listed on the Epic Game Store. So I mean, Brave's done a really good job of kind of getting their name out there and, and continuing to like innovate. So maybe that's part of the reason people are saying, Hey, I can see this, you know, this platform doing better in, in the future and kind of placing that premium. 
Interesting. Well, from a marketing standpoint, from all the ads that I've seen from them, and I, I follow Brave pretty closely, they're, they're trying to market security, which is really interesting because they're trying to integrate the wallet directly into the browser, which we know which is not secure. <laughs> but the thing is, is it's a lot more secure than having a browser extension. Oh, <laughs> right? I you're saying. Oh, you're saying different. I was thinking extension. Yeah, no. So, so the Brave wallet is in is actually in the browser's just i don't want to say software i guess it's native where it's native it's built into the browser same thing how your google profile is native into the chrome browser instead of being an extension for gmail or being an extension for your g suite i guess right so i i the thing is is that it's I, I take this back to kind of the same reason why Facebook is 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 going meta. <laughs> it's they're they're kind of doing it's the same business play essentially from my kind of view, where Facebook wants to go to Oculus Rift because they don't want the um, the underlying system that their application is running on be operated by another company. So the operating system for all Facebook's apps are either through an iOS or an Android, which is just not Facebook and. The iOS and the the Android, they both control uh, how that app is able to operate on that device. So, you know, when uh, I don't know if you guys have iPhones, well, I guess we're on this platform, so you both do. Um, you know, when you download Facebook and it says no cross app, Apple gives you the option for no cross app tracking and all these different things to yeah. hinder the ability of the Facebook app. Now, if they're able to create something like Oculus Rift, they get to bypass the both ios and android directly to your face so they get 100 percent market uh so they get 100 percent of attention where they also own the operating system yeah same kind of way how brave is trying to bypass all the other extension browsers and go directly to the user right metamask comes to mind metamask phantom uh kepler they get to give a better option that comes natively in the browser so they can just bypass everyone and go directly to the consumer. Yeah. <clears throat> Which I know further book loves that. And, and further to that is some of the stuff in this press release that they did, uh, Brave put out, I wanted to comment, the CTR, the click-through rate of the ads, it's 8%. That versus the 2% average, that's insane. That, yeah. that well, is insane to anybody selling ads. A ten, and, almost a 10% click-through rate is, yeah, I couldn't imagine. That's But the, the thing there is it makes sense because everyone that's in the Web3 space is curious about all the new products coming out. <laughs> Where true. if you're selling almost all of Brave's ads are crypto-native, you see Ledger there all the time. Um, you, you, see open, you see all these crypto native advertisements going directly to customers that they know if you have a brave browser, you're likely in crypto. Which exactly. I guess does, you know, point to the fact that they are good at identifying their market or their target market and optimizing their ads. So you, I For mean, sure. I, I definitely understand where you're coming from. It seems like people in crypto have a slightly bigger risk appetite and maybe more willing to check out new products and see what they're all about and maybe take a risk. So mm-hmm. I, I definitely understand where you're coming from. No, for yeah. sure. Well, hey, this has been a really great talk. Ken, did you want to cover anything else? Um, 
I don't think so. I think I can probably save our discussion on the Tarantino NFTs for tomorrow or another day. Um, I think this is a great conversation and probably something that more people will benefit from anyway. So, yeah, those Tarantino Patrick, NFTs are for, sick, though. <laughs> yeah, thanks for be, hopping on with us, Patrick. Be this has been this has been really awesome, man. I mean, a little bit uh, outside the the normal <laughs> day break, so. Always good to get your thoughts. We'll probably edit this heavily and just make sure it's it's primed and proper so that what we what we publish is is all all good. But um, let's definitely sync up later today. I'll, I'll message you on Discord and maybe we can have another chat. Yeah, send me a message. I'm just happy to whenever I have time. I'd love to hop on with with anyone you guys particularly. So yeah, man. yeah. fun having just we have a lot to talk about. For sure, for sure. All right, I'm going to hop off, guys, but uh, have a great rest of the day, and I'll, I'll yeah. talk to uh, you, I guess, Crypto Cam, and I also got to talk to uh, Mr. Swiss. Yep. Yeah, yeah. All right. All right, take it easy. Talk to you later. Talk to you, Patrick.